Welcome to Ham Lake City Council meeting, and I'd like to start it out at 6 o'clock and start with Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, um, before we open up public comment, I see some familiar faces that are probably here to talk about what is on the consent agenda regarding the road committee meeting minutes. So. That's not for discussion, but at the public comment portion of it, more than welcome to come up. Um, usually city councils don't interact at that time with the public, but I have no problems talking and going through things. So with that being said, I'd like to open up public comment at uh, 6 o'clock. So if you're here tonight for public comment, please say your name, address, and then if you could write it down up there for the record. Appreciate it. So. Good evening. You want to just jot down your name? your name for the record and address. Apologies. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my name is Colin Crawford. I live at 1222 Constance Boulevard Northeast. Thank you. Uh, so I'm here just to discuss the uh, road committee's recommendation for the Constance Boulevard uh, service road. It's currently proposed uh, for the service road to run to Buchanan as the main intersection. Um, just as a little bit of background, my family and I moved here three years ago. Um, we were not aware of the proposed project at that time. We actually learned about it from a neighbor. Um, and then at that time we approached the city, obviously learned as much as we could about the project, um, understanding that that intersection is a problem, right? We all, we all know that that is the case. Um, so really we just wanted to understand what the city was planning to do with it, what the county was planning to do with it, knowing that Constance is a county road, um, and making sure that aligned with obviously the current and future plans of Ham Lake. You know, on December 21st, we got an email from um, Denise Webster just knowing that the road committee made its recommendation to move forward with Buchanan Street in, uh, intersection. Uh, we had met with the city before, um, talking about other options, right? Because as we looked at that intersection, we didn't feel that that best fit, or fit the city's um, goals, um, as well as its residence goals, as well as future planning, just because of how that intersection sits with both the residences there at, I think, 1360 Constance, as well as the Santa Rue property across um, on Buchanan and Constance. You know, one of the things that we noted um, as a proposal was to utilize Lincoln Street, because um, as all of you know, as we look up and down Highway 65, um, I think all of the major intersections there utilize either Ulysses or Lincoln. And that also aligns with all the proposed city and county uh, agreements on the Bunker Lake improvements, which I know are still in process as well. Um, so that was the proposal that we moved forward with. We were told on December 21st by Denise that that proposal was not going to move forward. Um, I, I believe.
believe at the time we were told that that was because of um, a cost aspect of it, which we disagreed with, and as well as a contiguous road, which I did not quite understand the definition of what that meant, um, and would like clarification on that piece as well. You know, as we consider all these other options, you know, obviously we all want to look out for what's best for the city, what's best for the community, what's best for you know, the future of the current roadways um, of the city of Ham Lake, as well as respecting, obviously, our property owners as well. Um, you know, some of the factors that we looked at with the Buchanan Street um, intersection is that it's a very inefficient structure for expanding that intersection, because you have 1360 Constance, which is just on the south side of Buchanan, directly where your intersection would come through on your roadway. So already in the first place, you're adjusting Buchanan Street, um, incurring additional costs, you need to get the, the easements with the 1360 property owner, uh, with commercial property owner at Santa Road, um, in order to even get that project off the ground. Um, the other impact is obviously um, significant economic impacts. Uh, to the property owners, you're also dealing with either the elimination or significant reduction of any potential development opportunities of these properties. So our property at 1222 Constance Boulevard is being reduced by a third. So there's four acres that are being proposed to be taken from our property. Now, that doesn't seem efficient to me. It seems that, um, to be more efficient to take into account these property lines and if there are options that can be done to run with property lines to keep any future development opportunities, like when our family is no longer there and you know, as the city continues to grow, uh, four acres seems like a massive taking um, when there are other much more feasible and cost-efficient options that can be utilized. Um, other impacts, um, local businesses. Um, you know, one of the discussions we had was with the county as well. Um, obviously there's talked about other improvements that are gonna be made to Constance uh, Boulevard, potential medians, other things like that. Um, now anything that would be impacted with this service road is also gonna impact those businesses. Scooters Coffee, Victory Auto, 651 Carpets, you know, all these businesses um, we've approached, we've discussed this with them, and they're all behind us in terms of they are not with this plan. None of the impacted residents, none of the impacted commercial property owners agree with the current proposed Buchanan Street plan. Um, in addition, none of these property owners have received any public notice that this proposed road was going in. Um, I know it's still proposed, but obviously this has gone it's far along in the process. Um, so the property owner, we, we would assume that that is part of the normal and required process as putting in uh, roadways that impact residential and commercial properties. Our proposal um, that we believe was a more efficient and cost-effective uh, cost solution that would align with both the current and proposed um, needs of the community will be aligning the service road um, to the Lincoln Street alignment. Um, and then the Lincoln Street alignment would also align with the Bunker Lake uh, improvements that are being discussed where they're implementing a roundabout in the current plan um, on Bunker Lake and Lincoln, um, Lincoln Street intersection. You know, this would also provide for the maximization of the future development um, possibilities of these properties by running along the property lines um, of our property at 122 Constance and our neighboring property to the east, um, which again 
is also part of the uh, city's comprehensive plan of maximizing its open spaces. Again, not taking four acres of property that one day, you know, 30 years from now may be utilized um, for residential, commercial businesses, or XYZ. Um, so this seems much like a much more cost-efficient approach. Um, this would also result in less cost to construct, we believe. Um, the current over owner of the easement in order to the Lincoln Street um, intersection uh, has previously worked with the city um, on this exact project and we feel would be open um, to discussing this item with her as well. Um, the other property owners impacted will also be um, more willing to work with the city, um, which would potentially result in less cost in that option. Uh, we also looked at other options with Lincoln Street. Um, we discussed one option um, with city engineer, with the road committee, um, which involved running Lincoln Street, the Lincoln Street alignment to Constance, and then continuing that north to a T. Um, I will ask a question, because I'm not sure if everyone has seen all of the maps um, and all of the proposed alignments. So I will pause here for a second and ask the question, has everyone seen the proposed alignments? I think there have been several, so I just want to make sure as I'm referencing things that everyone um, is aware. I believe we've all seen it, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so the Lincoln Street alignment, the last proposal was, again, Lincoln Street alignment coming to Constance and then crossing Constance to the north and essentially coming to a T. So you have the west and east connecting Buchanan to Johnson, um, and then you have the north and south. Now, I know the city's response to that was, that's not cost effective, um, and that's not a contiguous road. Um, now from our perspective, um, you know, one solution to that, because we're all about solutions, right? I mean, we wanna make something that's gonna work for us and everyone, um, is to create a roundabout at Constance Boulevard with the Lincoln alignment, um, at which point you would create a more efficient traffic circle for future traffic that's gonna come through that area. Uh, it's also going to provide access to Constance Boulevard and to Buchanan for any residents that are planning to utilize um, the roadway system and to continue north. Um, you wouldn't have to develop through the Santa Rue property um, and add that additional cost. You'd still get your roadway that's going to come through there. You're not going to have a stop sign. You're not going to have a stoplight. You're going to get a continuous traffic flow that's going to go right on to Constance and you're going to be able to add a turn lane um, to access Buchanan to the north. To me, as a property resident, that seems to be not only the most cost efficient, the most traffic efficient, it's also favorable to the businesses. It provides closer access to them, especially if there are gonna be proposed in Oka County, you know, medians or whatever it may be. Adding that roundabout closer to those businesses gives um, you know, any customer coming through there, they're gonna see a roundabout, right? Especially if, let's say, scooters or Victory Auto, someone can only come in there coming from the west if a median has been installed on Constance. Um, but having that roundabout with the Lincoln Street alignment will allow them to easily come around um, and be able to access east. Now versus Buchanan, no one's gonna be able to see that, right? I mean, that's, that's far down the road. Um, so just again, provides a lot uh, more efficient, uh, better solution than I feel for not only the local businesses, but the community, um, for the future um, of the city as well. That's about all I had. All right. But Thanks, Colin. I'll let, uh, if anybody else wants to talk, I know Chris was going to, uh, do you have anything else to say? Or? Okay. 
Will there be any open discussion back and forth between the city council? No, there won't be. Okay. Thanks. Good evening, Chris. Good. Uh, Chris Daniels with Happy Beans LLC or Scooters DBA, Scooters Coffee. Or 1365 Constance. Um, so kind of in, in piggybacking a little bit, I've got just a couple of things to, to point out. Um, and one's a bit of a request, so Hopefully this isn't having my cake and eating it too, but uh, but but it's kind of what Colin said. So we're, we're obviously in favor of you know, the intersection being further east and understand and, and hearing from Jerry and then reviewing the notes from the road committee. Um, you know, there's a, a recommended or an ideal distance from you know the 65 to the intersection. Um, you know, when going down and measuring all the other ones going down 65, I don't know how often they've hit that recommended, right? You look at even Bunker now, which I know is getting a, a facelift, but even that's maybe not gonna meet it. 109th, 125th, 99th, you know, those are all intersections inside of their ideal and, and recommended. So um, I, I just kind of thinking of that, obviously it doesn't mean they shouldn't try and get their ideal from the county perspective. But just a couple of things I thought of that Colin brought up too was just what was the, the cost difference in you know, looking at Lincoln versus Buchanan. And I don't know what I don't know. So just wondering, eminent domain with everything else going on versus you know, Lincoln building the additional road, um, you know, like the T that Colin talked about, but also too, does that spur any additional development opportunities in the future, right? Having a road there and at Buchanan, what does that do to those, those lots? Um, and then even where that new T would be, is that development opportunity? It's the same owner, it's Sue on both. Um, so just a thought, and I don't know if that was taken into consideration or not, but otherwise now, there'd be an intersection you know, over a quarter mile down to Buchanan, and if the county has their way, or, or the concept plans I saw, there's a median going the whole way. So development-wise, I don't know if that was considered or not. Um, be in favor of roundabout as well. So I don't know where, where the actual intersection, I think when we spoke, it wasn't necessarily like a roundabout is going in at this time. I understand that's more cost. Um, and maybe the traffic doesn't warrant it. Um, but you know, when you look at, you know, and it's been, I'm sure you guys have heard, and it's been said by Jerry Augie is the, I think so, yeah. the engineer. Um, you know, when he's done his presentations to the chamber and our meeting with him and Julie, I mean, the problems moving north, right? So I think it's, it's, there's inevitability in the next 10, 15, 20, how many years we wanna say, um, it's, it's coming, right? And it's gonna come to Constance and Crosstown and, and everything else. So um, there's nothing but roundabouts going in right now. Um, I think you, you guys probably know better than me why that's good for, for traffic flow. Um, so with that, um, When, uh, another reason I'm, I'm here, and for our business, and I'm representing Jeff Matt too, I've got his email to say he's, he's supportive of this comment as well. With, I know this project doesn't come with a median, right? You, the city of Ham Lake isn't putting in a median, it's a county road. 
But when we met with Jerry and Julie and saw the concept plans, the A, B, and C you know, concept plans from 65 to this intersection at Buchanan showing multiple different lanes or a roundabout to Buchanan or whatever the different turn lanes were going to 65, um, he said this was basically piggybacking off of this project. So I don't know if that's the city's understanding or not, but that is why I'm here and scared us big time because there's a huge median on all of those. Um, so my thought on that, obviously outside of, oh my gosh, no one's going to get to our business or we're gonna leave our business, um, let alone Victory and the other businesses there, um, was well, why? why, why does that need to be done now? So I'm not saying this at this group because I know that's a county design, um, but my thought was if there's inevitability coming in 10, 15, you know, 20 years, up 65, and that interchange is going to change, right? I mean, I think probably I'll safely agree, it's just a matter of when. Why, why put something there now? Why spend tax dollars now or wherever it comes from if it's not direct tax dollars? Why spend the money now on something that's only gonna cause huge amount of negativity to the businesses and the customers that we think sure enjoy <laughs> going there or future customers or businesses that are gonna go along? Constance, you know, why? Why create that? I think we've only been in business here for we just had our one-year anniversary. Um, but you know, from what I've understood, Central Avenue coming out to that intersection right causes a huge percentage of the safety concerns on that portion of country. We see them U-turning all day, right, <laughs> in front of the store. We see it. So if that bypass road is created, would there be a need for a median? Um, I don't know, I, I'm not the expert, right? But I just know what it would do to our business, it'd be detrimental. Um, and not even so much for customers getting in, it'd be the customers going out, because they couldn't get back to 65. And they're not gonna drive to Buchanan and do an illegal U-turn there. They're just, they're, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna choose to go somewhere else. Um, so, with that, we talked about a little bit, I don't know what the process is, I don't know if this is the right stage in the process, but if there's agreements on that, as far as the raised median portion, knowing this isn't a city project, is there a way to get the city's support or just something on the record or whatever it is when this goes through or whatever step that is, and we'll be following along now more closely than it was before, but when that goes through, uh, we'd love guidance if it's you know, different commentary at a different time, but if the council agrees that a median isn't necessary at this time, is there a way to show support or put that in the project or make a note or is it a, a resolution that the council can vote on to say we're doing this intersection but we, we don't support the median if it is that's inevitably what you guys agree upon um so i don't know if there's feedback on that now or if we take it offline for a different time but that's the, the median would be kind of the part two of this project because of the comment from jerry that said this those sketches that A, B, and C that had the meeting going all the way across said it was a piggyback based on what happens with this. All right. Anything else, Chris? No. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks. John, see you getting up here. Hi, I'm John Sheehan. Uh, I live at 572 Tice Drive in Shakopee. I'm here to represent on behalf of my mother, Kathleen Montaigne, who lives at 1160 Constance Boulevard. Put that on here real sure. quick. 
Um, my name or and Kathy's? Um, why don't you put your name down since you're here talking, right. John? background of me, uh, I grew up here. Uh, I grew up here when my mom moved here in 71, brought us kids with her as well, and on 157th was all dirt road and everything was uh, swamps and woods in between 157th and our house on 1160. I've seen the area grow, I think it's all been quite positive. Um, I've heard a number of, uh, a couple of different things from Colin and uh, Chris today, try not to repeat too much of theirs. Uh, my presentation would be uh, on a couple different levels. Uh, I have a copy of the comprehensive plan here. I'm not an expert at it in any shape or form. I did try to read as much as I could ahead of time. I think it's an incredible document. I think it's an incredible document that some people put a lot of time and effort into that speaks to vision of, of your community now and into the future. Um, I think there's a couple different ways to look at it. If I can summarize those as quickly as possible, there's details and there's vision. The details are the statistics of population uh, and all the things that surround those that I think are important, but for today's discussion, I'm gonna pass on those. What I read from that is a lot of values to the community and, and those values are written to help guide where the city goes in the future. Of course, in a comprehensive plan, we make decisions based on what's important to a community. We can't say yes to everything. You can't say yes to everything, and I recognize that without question. In that comprehensive plan, it does speak spe specifically about the values, and those values speak heavily about open spaces. It speaks of rural, of the residents that are in there. It also speaks about the ecological and water quality and wetlands and all the things that help make a very unique place here in Hand Lake. You can't say yes to all those. You can't have development without affecting an open space. You can't say yes to development without affecting rural communities. And you probably can't say yes uh, to development without affecting a drop of water as well. But I think if we were to put those values in, in an order for the future with respect to uh, development of the future and what has, done, has been done historically, I think you'd have to look at water value being a huge part of that going forward. It comes up multiple times on the comprehensive plan. And when I look at uh, what has been proposed from that standpoint first, I find it very difficult to see that this road would be going through a waterway. A waterway is a protected area, it's a peak area, it's also a 100 year plan for the flood plan, which the plan speaks to, the comprehensive plan. Peat areas, marshlands or wetlands, and 100-year floodplain should be protected at all costs. There are other choices we can make. When I look at um, what it does to open spaces and what it does to the rural area, my mom's acreage is, is farmland. We have a barn. Uh, we used to raise every animal you could think of there. It's still a farm. When I look at the comprehensive plan, 2040, the area being impacted by this road is going to be still residential, according to not going to be, um, according to that plan, commercial. And so if we're protecting that for the future, we should protect it for the residents of that area that live there. While we can't say yes to all of that, 
we can come up with a solution that impacts it as less as, as least as possible. The plan that was first approved in 2014 has that road going inches from my mother's house. Under that plan, you would have to destroy the house, which is hundreds of thousands of dollars, because the collateral damage of that construction would take over the house in order to put that road there. The movement to jog that intersection of Buchanan also will impact uh, that house thousands of dollars as well. And you, won't, you don't have the permission of that land order at that point in time. Colin spoke of how it would impact uh, going through his property and dissect into two different properties, which would be detrimental to his property as well. In their proposals that they've given, neither one of those uh, sites are affected, in which case there are no expenses in trying to uh, recover from that. When you, I, I heard, and I don't understand it, uh, I don't have all the details as well, and quite honestly, a lot of the details haven't flowed to these landowners as well, including the businesses uh, to this point, which is a bit of a concern, as you've heard. The amount of road being constructed in any of the proposals appears to be the same. It's the same, fairly close to the same amount of roadway being uh, proposed. But in this, in their proposals, you have the, uh, probably the collaboration of Sioux Savarese and the property that goes through either Lincoln or Johnson. So you don't have any acquisition costs at that point in time as well. And so when I look at all of those from the proposal that's been given, not only is it the least costly from what we know, it's the least uh, impactful to the businesses that are located uh, on the other side of Constance next to 65. Their, their access is gonna be far better the more east that road is. Multiple residents aren't gonna be displaced by what's going on, so those acquisition costs are, are less. I think most importantly, you affect wetlands and 100-year uh, floodplains the least. And if that's not the highest value, I ask you this question. In the 2030 uh, and 2040 proposal, both of them say you're not gonna affect open water. If you touch any wetland, how is that possible? If you, if you bury any wetland, the open water has to change. And so I, I don't think the ideals of the um, comprehensive plan are exactly in, in forward as I think they should be, and I would encourage you to consider them more on behalf of today's residents in the future as well. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Anybody else have anything to say on the matter? All right, um, so I'll uh, address Chris's comments first. And so him and I have had a couple phone conversations and um, I don't support a raised median as well. It's out of the city's hands on that. I would be um, on board with if I could get support from the council, because I'm just one person, to put something together down the road on, you know, not supporting this with the, you know, and letting the county know, having a resolution done together. Um, talking with Tom Collins and also um, county people, this isn't in their five-year plan to do this, so time is hopefully on your side because, you, to your point, uh, at some point, Constance and Highway 65 will get upgraded. It's just gonna happen. And at that point, um, if it's 50, I'm hopeful it's 15-ish or so years out, so you're right, if it's, six, seven, eight, nine years, the county decides to do that, well, what's the point when you're gonna rip it up? Um, Bunker Lake Boulevard, they've postponed doing road work there because there's a stretch that's two lanes and 
it's four lanes on the other side of the highway and four lanes before you get to it, but they're not doing anything yet because they're waiting to upgrade that intersection. So for you right now, I think time is on your side. Um, I know that when it comes to the other portion of this, so that the city does have control, this is the last intersection of Old Central that Ham Lake needs to fix. Um, there's two that I can think of that were on Crosstown Boulevard and Highway 65 on this side of the highway. Um, those were fixed in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Bunker Lake Boulevard on the south part on the west side of the highway, that was taken care of in the late 90s. So here we are, you know, 20 plus years later and, and nothing has been done. So this council has said a couple years ago, we need to get this last one fixed. With Dollar General going in, that has created a lot more of a problem. Um, <clears throat> I originally thought that this road would come out at Johnson Street. And during this time, Dollar General was three, four years ago, I asked Tom Collins and said, okay, well, when are we gonna put this to Johnson? He goes, well, no, if we look at the map that we adopted in 2014, the city actually moved it over to Buchanan. And I said, well, why is that? Well, if you look at it, Buchanan turns into Polk Street, and now actually Osborne developed part of his property, and now Buchanan turns into Polk Street, Polk Street will eventually go to Crosstown. This is probably two more phases, one more that Osborne family has. So that's where the continuous road plan comes into place. Um, that plan, like I said, has been around since 2014 when the city adopted that. That was before my time of being up here. So the city has been taking steps since about 2021, 2022 to start acquiring the road right away. Um, we acquired two parcels of the road right away to get to Mr. Crawford's property. And at that point, um, I don't know, maybe a year or so ago, Colin gave me a call and said, hey, I don't know if you found out from the neighbor at that point or if our attorney contacted you, um, but you asked me a bunch of questions, just wanted to you know, ask me what I knew and I, I told you what I knew. And um, that's kind of what I just explained is that while well, the road originally was at Johnson, then it got moved to Buchanan. Um, so I, I, I feel for you, because I know you just said you just moved in there and you did a lot of work to the property and you, Throughout the years of growing up in Ham Lake, I've always noticed that great long driveway back there for you. Um, so I, it, it's kind of hard on some of these decisions. Um, so after our conversation, I think our attorney went out and got uh, appraisals done. I don't know if that you saw any of that information yet. Um, I think so. Okay, so then comes July. I know Mrs. Montaigne reached out to me and I think I sent the information to city staff to help answer some questions and they wanted to have a meeting where John was at calling um, Kathy and Sue Savarese were there along with city staff and we had that I think August September and at that meeting it was brought up a little bit about this Lincoln Street option and the purpose of this to put the road in at either Johnson or Buchanan is to make sure it's lined up with another road so the proposed Lincoln which would be in about the middle of the two goes and tees a constant so we're creating a problem where you have to go left or right again and you got more roads coming into the county road that just aren't fluid with each other. So then to what you guys said about extending Lincoln Street North through Sue's property, and then you come up to a T, I think in an email I saw like 163rd where you gotta go left or right. Well, that's where that extra cost is coming into play. That amount of road on the north side, you're, you're doubling the footage of road that's needed. So that's where you're coming up with these big costs where you know, it said that it's not, you know, that the city's option is more expensive than what this Lincoln Street is. And I, I don't think that's the case just on that alone. Um, so. I'm not in favor of that Lincoln Street option. And at the end of the meeting, I did say that I'm just one person on the city council. There's four other people that they might all agree to make that change and great, okay, then that's on them. Um, but it was said that you could have a road committee meeting because you know, 
we wanted to have your voice be heard. So there was a road meeting, um, I think in early November. After our meeting we had in August, September, I talked to staff and said that Mark should stop negotiating with Colin because what if the others decide to make that change? So that's why you haven't really heard from the attorney at that point. We wanted to go through this proper steps here. Um, and so then the road committee met November um, and here we are right now tonight. So on the consent agenda, it is for approval for the road committee's recommendation to move forward with our attorney to reach out to Mr. Crawford again and start that negotiating process. Um, we are gonna make a change to the north since I heard that Sue Savarese is okay with some Lincoln Street land maybe possibly given up. Maybe she'll negotiate with the city on making sure that we can align Buchanan from the north and the south. Um, I guess that's where my thought is on this. Um, I don't really see it until the county does something affecting any of the businesses where Scooters and Victory are right now. Um, I don't know if anybody else on the heads of the council that is a different opinion than what I have, um, or if you have anything you want to comment on it. I guess I'd like some clarity. So I've heard um, from a few people about Lincoln Street. Is are we talking about Lincoln Street all the way down to 157? That this Lincoln no, Street so mentioned, or where I'm looking at Google Maps. So right south where Dollar General is, where uh, we already have the road right away there, and then we have from the uh, Wojciechowski property. They would. Be saying that it would fill Lincoln Street would start there, so it wouldn't be coming all the way from the business part. Be connecting, it correct? I think they're just meaning that, yeah, like that right there, that John yeah, right here. That's fine. Come, you can come on, John. The idea was that it would go all the way through. We would go around and affect that property. So that's. So instead of going through here, it would do this. Very minimal. It's the same amount of road. And I don't believe the whole proposal has been, nor could uh, the people, the current owners that are presented here, are suggesting that it has to or couldn't go through. It still connects with all the plans the city wants to do in this area. But on the consent agenda tonight is just to start negotiations. Correct. To get a dollar amount. We're not approving the project. Or nope. Just to see what that right away acquisition would look like a dollar amount. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, anybody else want to talk at public comment here this evening? All right. See nobody standing up. I'm going to close public comment and we're going to move on to special appearances. Uh, Carrie Lund, good evening. Executive Director of the Hamlet Chamber. Welcome. Thank you. Happy you're able to come here tonight. Yes, thanks yeah. for the invite, Mayor. Yeah. Um, so those of you who don't know me, I'm Carrie Lund. Um, like you said, Executive Director of the Hamlet Chamber. Brian asked me to come and let you know kind of what's new and happening on our chamber side. So we, um, I'm not sure if all of you know, but we have two different sides to our chamber. We have what's called the general side and our charitable gambling side. So um, it's all under one umbrella, but we operate somewhat separately. Anyway, um, so this past year we've seen quite a bit of growth on our general side. We were up from 120 members last year. We're up to 155 now, which is pretty awesome. 30 of those were new members this year. Obviously we lose some due to like businesses closing or moving or retiring and stuff too. Um, so in 2024 we have, we're gonna hold tight to the five major events that we typically do. And also the garage sales, so it's not really a major event, but we help facilitate that for our community. So the garage sales, May two through four, we've coordinated that with um, the city recycle and the county reuse event. 
Our farmer's market, which is one of our bigger events, that will be running again through Mickman's um, parking lot June 19th through mid-September. Freedom Fest um, here June 29th, right here in our Hamlet Lions Park. We do have a different band this year, which is kind of fun. Ooh. So we're doing- Got Mike and Kirk on retirement? They were good too, but we thought we could mix it up a little bit. So we have the Christopher David Hansen band. He's actually an original artist, um, writes a lot of his own stuff. And so it should be a really fun event. Um, I don't think we're adding anything necessarily new to that event yet this year. I'm sure trying to get the army to do a rock climbing wall. So we'll see if they can do that for us. Um, we do our golf tournament August 14th. Brewfest, October 5th, we have J-Bell and the Lazy Susan Band coming for that this year. Um, something also new and different, he's also a very original artist, does his own work, so that'll be awesome. Um, and then Hometown Holiday, seems forever, seems like we literally just had it, um, that will be December 7th. So it'll be the same timing again as the um, Hamlet Santa. So, but I think that seemed to work out okay since we end our event at six. So sure. there's plenty of time for folks to get back. Um, let's see, those are kind of the things on our, oh, so we do do monthly lunches. Um, if any of you guys are ever interested in attending one of our monthly networking event lunches, those are always the second Wednesday. Um, I believe you are on our, yep, and I think you're on our RSVP list, and I know, um, I believe Donette and Denise are too, so. But if you guys are ever interested, reach out. I'd love to have you guys there. We usually average about 35 attendees. Um, it kind of varies. Sometimes uh, we do a lot of informational speakers. Like we had Jerry Algy, for example, that was, we had 55 people attend that one. Obviously it's a very hot topic. Um, so that was fun. We've got some other neat things coming up like uh, in regards to kids and gambling and awareness and uh, gaming um, risks and stuff on the internet. So that's gonna be another speaker that we'll have. Cybersecurity is coming up, I think not till October, but we're kind of lining up all of our speakers for this year. Guessing Jason will be the speaker? Actually, no, we have um, Dominic Promi from Google <coughs> Technologies, who's okay. one of our new businesses here in Ham Lake too. So nice. another home-based business, so that'll be cool. Um, for the charitable gambling side, this year we have been astronomical as far as our pro profits, which was incredible. So last year at the end of the year, we ended with a total of 330,000. Yes, um, just over $330,000 in donations given back to our local community. This year, we were hoping to hit a half million. We didn't quite make it, but we were, are at 446,325. So that's an incredible, incredible, give back to our local community. We obviously focus on, um, we do a lot for the city of Ham Lake, helping support with Freedom Fest, helping support with uh, the Ham Laker. So and we thank you guys for all of your Some support. Some AEDs at the uh, yes. Lions Park. Yep. Thank yep. you. So yeah. That's one of those things that we've done. Um, there's actually a list of 97 different organizations that we have given to locally. So let me ask you this, is, there, is yeah. there a reason why did you get into another pull tab here? Are you doing more bingo or? No, we actually <coughs> lost one. Really, of our okay. Sites. We were at, so we have, right now we have the Moonshine Whiskey and East Bethel, um, Hamlet Lanes, obviously. They, they're actually our top site. And then Majestic Oaks. We used to have Acapulco and Hamlet as well, but they were not profitable for us. There's just a lot of mechanics and politicking, of course. Well, if Jim Doyle was here tonight, he, you could thank him for the Hamlet Lanes. Teams, both 
um, high school and um, recreational, um, stuff like that. Um, definitely focused on things like NACE, um, things that have greater impact to our community, and we uh, like to give those kind of um, places quite a bit, which is a good thing, because they're definitely high on our list of need versus want, you know, so that's a good thing. Um, what else do I have? That was really my biggest update. We're hoping to continue that momentum through 2024. I think we will. I know some of the ETAB stuff is changing. Uh, we do think that may have a little bit of impact, but we're hoping not too much. I know most of our like pull tab and ETAB um, makers, they're all working on some new things to kind of keep people in, engaged and wanting to gamble. So. Well, I know there was a big scare in St. Paul with changing laws. Did anything really affect you guys? Um, not yet. Okay. And that's what a lot of these <coughs> game makers are kind of revamping and choosing to um, coordinate with like all the tribal laws that they kind of were coming up with. So that did pass <coughs> that we do have to change the way that things are happening. But they think we have a solution that won't really affect our profitability. So that's, yes, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. So. Do you guys have any other questions? I'm excited for this year. <coughs> uh, you guys always do a great job, and I know, especially it starts at the top, Carrie. Thank um, you. Golf tournament's been fun. I mean, it made it didn't make it this year. It made it last year. The brew fest thing that is fun. Um, I know some Hamill Acres really miss the uh, winter ice. Well, granted, we won't have the ice to put all those people on right, the lake probably, right. but I, I know that was uh, a lot of help was needed for that. Yeah, I that understand why. Um, there's you know, Quick Trip called me a couple weeks ago, so. They got a couple options on 65 they're looking at, so it'd be kind of nice. Um, well, there's a touchdown tile building getting built across yep. the street, Richard's Flooring. There's an event center that bought property to the south of them. And I'm excited about that. Bobby's car wash is open, so yep. there's things happening. More businesses there are opening are. up, and we like that, and well, especially on that 65 corridor. So yeah. It's uh, a fun time to be in the chamber. It's a fun time to be yeah. kind of part of this community. So well, We appreciate everything you do, Carrie. Absolutely. Well, and likewise, thank yeah. you guys for all of your support all the time. So. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming here tonight. Sure. Did you want me to sign in too? Yeah. That's right. Thanks. Um, moving on, we got a public hearing to consider the vacation of a portion of the roadway easement located at 2152 South Ham Lake Drive Northeast and adoption of a resolution. I'd like to open that public hearing up at 642. If you are here to talk about that, come on up. Seeing nobody jump to the podium, I'd like to close that now at 642 and make a motion to approve a resolution. We should talk a little bit about that. Okay, go Gary. This, this, this affects this is my neighborhood, East Ham Lake Drive. <clears throat> and and the property that is where the property <clears throat> the, the vacation is occurring is property on the south side from South Ham Lake Drive, I should say. And the and the reason this is occurring, I believe, is because there's the Ham Lake Baptist Church Camp that has the property at the end of East Ham Lake Drive. There's a cul-de-sac there that the city paved and maintained, but that property is owned by a consortium of churches, so it'll never be sold. Um, but what it does is we have, now we have South Ham Lake Drive and East Ham Lake Drive that exceed our 1,100 square, or 1,100 <coughs> length of cul-de-sac length. Um, on East Ham Lake Drive, it could potentially be developed in the future. We've seen seen some like ghost plans that show neighbor a neighborhood connecting to East Ham Lake Drive from the north. On South Ham Lake Drive, I believe enough of that abuts the county park 
been discussed whether a road needs to be there or if there's going to be any future development to the east of South Ham Lake Drive. I believe that property is quite wet. But I'm just saying that by approving this, we are not going to be able to accomplish that 1,100 foot limit on our cul-de-sac lanes. That's all I'm saying. The other thing is there's a question of value. Um, and I don't want to create a conflict of interest. So I'm going to abstain from this vote because some people will say that that cul-de-sac will increase the value of your property because you don't have through traffic. Well, I've lived there for 50 years this year when I bought that place. And I like living on a dead end road because everybody that comes in, they got to come out the same way. We have security cameras on. If for the public, if you're driving down East Ham Lake Drive, I got your license plate every single time you come in and every time you go out. That's huge security. So I have a conflict of interest and I won't vote one way or another on this because it is what it is. That's all I have. Did I miss anything, Tom? No, I can display something here. go through the church property. Oh. Yeah. Well, this, well, the church property is here. So okay, this is all the 2152 east. Okay, there's more property to the east. Maybe it is Slyzik Farm. That so the church property is, is <coughs> significant. Mm -hmm. But this property, this is a private property that the roadway east was proposed oh. to be vacated. Right. The Kramers. Joe, Joe Kramer. So because this was vacated in 88, I didn't see any concerns with what's proposed to be vacated. And if they want to do some kind of development in the future, they would dedicate and construct roads. Yeah. So there's nothing left to connect the road to? There isn't. Not, not with this missing segment here. Okay. Correct. But I do agree that uh, the cul-de-sacs existing are both well in exceedance of our 1,100-foot yeah. yeah. maximum cul-de-sac length. But 
And there's nothing we can do about it. This, our, my neighborhood was divi subdivided in, I believe in the 1920s, mm -hmm. auditors subdivided. <coughs> and so I have no objection to this whatsoever, by the way, either. So. But you're just abstaining from it. I'm abstaining from it. Al, Jesse, you got any input or thoughts on it? With nothing to connect to, I see no reason to hold up this land. Sure. Okay. Is that a motion? I would move to. Yes. Okay. That's a motion. Is there a second? Second. Any other discussion? Hearing none. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. Motion carries. And Gary abstain. abstain. Okay. All right. Consent agenda. All items will be approved under one motion. Let's pull for discussion. Um, anybody need pull? I'll, I'll make a motion to, to approve. Oh, go ahead. I need to pull four three and four ten. I'll make a motion to approve the consent agenda, less 4 3 and 4 10. Okay, there's a motion. Is there a second? I'll second. Any discussion? Hearing none. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Motion carries. Jesse, just because you're on the fire department, I'm assuming you wanted to abstain from these. Correct. Two things. 4 3 is an increase to the Relief Association's benefit level, and 4 10 is officer appointments. So, yes, I just need to abstain from both of those. Okay, well, I'd like to make a motion to approve 4 3 and 4 10. Second. Any discussion? Hearing none. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Jesse abstained. Uh, Planning Commission recommendations none. Economic Development Authority none. Appearances none. City Engineer. Oh, well, City Attorney. Sorry, I skipped you, Mark. No, that's right. I, nothing for tonight. Happens a lot. Yeah, not a problem. Nothing okay. tonight. City Engineer? Nothing to report. Uh, City Administrator. Bill list. Council business. Anybody have any committee reports at all? Motion to adjourn. We have over. We have consideration 11.2. Oh. oh, whoa. Other side of the John, John Ed puts <laughs> over on mine. So I hear it. Oh, for me, too. Uh, all right, yes, yeah, so we need to uh, consider our appointments here. Um, let me scroll down all the way to my packet. I usually have it a little more clear. There's just one recommendation. Yeah, it was. Changing, changing uh, Angela to, oh, where am I at? Here we go. Um, replacing uh, Angela, or replacing Andrew with Angela mm -hmm. um, for the finance director for the fire relief. I don't see any problems with that. Um, I would like to add so that if the next new council member gets appointed, they can take over the watershed duties that I volunteered myself for. So, Donette, if you could have on this line item for um, the watershed liaison, maybe, or mm -hmm. however you want to word that, or whatever Mark suggests. No, that, that would be the watershed district liaison. It's going to yeah, good title. So. Watershed district liaison? Yeah. yeah. And currently, that's you. That's me. I think I think we should make it permanent duty for the mayor. Be <laughs> running for city council in a couple of years. Um, are, do we need to make a motion on this at all, or? Yes. Okay. Well, I'd like to make a motion Prior to that. Oh, whoops. Mayor, back sorry. up. That's all right. Um, I think. I know I've discussed this before. I think it was with Al. Okay. Um, we previously had some discussion about disbanding or removing the cert. Oh yeah, I thought that was. Maybe. Um, I don't remember if that was with you or all that I had that discussion. Um, it was Mayor Van Kirk's kind of 
pet project back then that when the committee was created mm -hmm. so um, being that there's no FEMA money or any benefit I feel that you know the Hamlet community in itself just works together or would work together in the event of a natural disaster or an emergency yeah um, so we've had this committee created since Mike Van Kirk was the mayor and we haven't really made any progress with it and I know we have neighborhood watch groups and everything else so I guess I would um, ask Al's opinion but I guess mine would be it would take an extraordinary amount of work to um, get this thing in place yeah. yeah with no funding available uh, I think we can go a different direction yeah the community I, we've had conversations before and I agree 100% that yeah. it was Mike's pet project and no funding for it so yeah. I had to move on I didn't catch that one on there so okay Removal of that, please. Okay. And any other discussion on this? No? Okay. Okay. All right. Make a motion to approve. Second. Second. Any discussion? Hearing none. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. All right. Moving on. Discussion of North Metro Telecommunications merger. Is that you that put this on, Jesse? I did ask for it to be right. put on. Um, I don't know if Donna has any. Good info. I know the city administrators, Denise, um, they'd had some meetings prior, so they probably know a little more than I do. Okay. Um, so the cable commission, the commission itself meets quarterly now instead of monthly. And at the September meeting, the Blaine commissioner, uh, I can't say his last name, but um, informed the cable commission that Blaine was exploring and going to have a workshop um, about the North Metro telecommunications, uh, North Metro TV merging with another entity. Um, so again, there has been no discussion on the commission side of it, but the, at our last meeting um, a couple weeks ago here, they did ask for us to get our council's consensus so that we can go back to um, it and discuss whether we would like to pursue it. So my personal opinion, I've heard no pros or cons either way because this wasn't a commission idea, but um, their reason that they brought up this idea um, was for two different things. One, Heidi Arneson, um, the executive director. The guru. Is retiring after 37 years. She retired in a couple weeks here. Um, so there was a discussion about replacement of the executive director. Uh, we moved to have two of the current members as co-executive directors for the time being anyways um, and the other is because of streaming services and less people having cable television that decreases some of the fees collected that are then paid to mm -hmm. the cable uh, to the North Metro TV so their idea was CCX media which um, at the, it's in the last page of the packet um, includes Plymouth Brooklyn Center Brooklyn Park six other cities, Crystal, a bunch of them. Um, so my personal opinion, I, I guess, based on the minimal information provided, I don't see any benefit to it. I think, for one, they're a very large entity, and if geographically they're close by, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, in my opinion, to merge with another entity that's much larger and gonna have much more expenses and everything else. Um, and the North Metro TV, 
has made up for that decrease um, in revenue from the, the peg fees you were on the cable commission before too, right? um, through other things such as some different streaming services and they're converting uh, tapes to DVDs and things like that. Yeah. So there hasn't been any view decrease in the actual budget overall. And I believe, um, I could tell you the exact number, I know I've mentioned it to you before that you know the cash position of the Cable commission is is in the millions of dollars. Yeah. It's you know two and a half million dollars or something like that. So, so you I, mentioned this to me a, a couple months ago. And, and I did after the <coughs> September meeting when Wayne said they were yeah. going to have a workshop about what the direction should be. Right. I I don't really like that idea of going to the bigger cities there. Um, East Bethel. We should find out what they do because they. If you wanted to watch their council meeting. If you're ever bored, got nothing else to do, want to launch another council meeting, um, you have to go to their website actually. And so I don't know if they have a partnership. Of, you know, they don't have one with like a North Metro TV. When I was on the city council of Bethel, it was um, Midco. Maybe it was the cable company up there. It's been a few years since I lived there. It is. Yeah. Okay. So I'm wondering if they do their own thing as a city. So if they do that in East Bethel, why couldn't we do that same approach here? I don't know if you know off the top of your head anything. Maybe that's something we should reach out to East Bethel, the neighboring community, and say, hey, what do you guys do? I think they do televise them, don't they? They do, their, yeah, but I'm just wondering if they do it themselves. Like, they, oh. they're not a part of North Metro television. No, because they're mid-continent. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. And so how do we maybe do something like what they do? I don't know, I'm just trying to think of what Well, I know that it's at the bottom of that talking points that's in the packet, uh, off subject, or on that same subject. Mm -hmm. Fridley um, does everything in-house, or they had been doing everything and their telecommunications person just retired, so they sent a, an RFP request for proposal to North Metro TV to provide the staff yep. um, for their city meetings. Um, but they have all their own in-house equipment and everything else, so I, I don't know what like that um, entity, you know, East Bethel may do, but to do it standalone, mm -hmm. I think would be very expensive to have all your own mm -hmm. equipment, and then there's all these different All the equipment we have is ours because throughout but the years. But that's been funded by North Metro, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So I guess um, the reason I asked for it was just to get the consensus of the rest of the council on if we would be interested in doing any due diligence in regards to merging with another cable commission, whether it's CCX or anyone else. I mean, we don't know exactly what the well, right. That's why also. when we talked about it at the, at the meeting, yeah. I said, "Well, what, what do you got? What, what are we talking about?" But yeah. um, it's just whether they should even again do the due diligence, consider it, mm -hmm. you know, pros and cons, or if we're happy where we are and we think we should just leave it. Can we request information on what the changes would well, occur that would, that before would be, we make any type of decision? On no, this is just asking for general direction on whether oh. it's something the commission would even want. So whether we even want to look at it and get all that information, such as financials and staffing and pros and cons. We've been down this road before with other things, and my gut feeling is no, like you said, and but without yeah. knowing what they have to It propose. seems it works for us. Well, right, that's kind of, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So right, we're yeah. trying to merge and create bigger government when, when we're at our 
status quo, everything's fine. Are you writing the services? Bank account there. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, those cable phones are nice because we used them to put all new sirens in our city. Mm -hmm. uh, does the audio equipment in here we've had updated throughout the years from those funds? Um, the sign on 65 recently, we got a new one from all those funds, so they we do use them wisely. Funds are hand labor. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to know the impact on the funds we receive from the pay fees collected by the organization currently. That would take approving this, and I, I would agree that we should stay where we are and not approve this. I mean, every cable commission anywhere is seeing the declining fees, so sure. I don't see how merging two of them together is going to create any benefit. Bless you. Because they're in the same boat. Yeah. Okay. So well, if that's kind of the, again, just the general direction, um, again, we're only one, one boat, mm -hmm. but at least we can say we're not interested in exploring this. That's kind of the consensus. Would you like that to be a consensus? Sure. Okay, thanks, Jason. That's it. Um, announcements and future agenda items. Now, this is where I got a little early there. Motion to adjourn. Motion. Is there a second? Second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all in favor? Aye. 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 Meeting adjourned.